Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses cut to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. What's going on, everybody? Alex Kirby, host of the Down to Business Podcast, where your business is our business. We get into it with you about how to help you grow in the areas of business, finance, marketing, anything in between. Excited to have you back this week for our newest episode and maybe one of my favorites with our guest on the show today, Miss Joy Henderson. Joy Henderson is a mom of five. She's got a one-year-old all the way to 19. Um, actually, your oldest is how old now, Joy? She's about to be 20 in July. She's about to be 20. I want to make sure she wasn't 20 yet and, and short her a year. Uh, one-year-old <laughs> to 19-year-old. She's been a pastor's wife for 18 years. She's the nursery and preschool director at our church, actually. And she's also a killer businesswoman. And so I'm excited to talk to her today about direct sales, how she has navigated those waters to grow a really successful um, at-home business, basically, where you can do it at home and not a storefront. And uh, Joy, thank you again for being on the show. Thanks for having me, Alex. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, so I, I really appreciate it because, you know, again, our, our goal of the podcast is to inspire and help people understand how they can change their life through business and and have some more educational tools, whether that's people who know what they're talking about, have experiences that people can glean from. And I think you've done that. So just tell us a little bit, Joy, um, about like your journey from just work in general, how you maybe some of your jobs before and where it kind of led you because of your family and the choices you guys have made to what made you start uh, your, your young living, you know, direct sales business. Absolutely. Yeah. So I have definitely worked the 40 hour a week, eight to five job. And I, I actually really loved it. So I'm very driven in the admin world. So I do, it's just, you know, I feel like when the Lord has equipped you with something and then you kind of have to own it. So I'm really good at that. So I'm really good at the execution. I'm good at, at admin. So there wasn't a problem working there, but then we started having more and more children. And so as <laughs> those seasons come about, you know, you got the extra financial burdens of putting them either in daycare or being away from them and not being through some of those crucial early years. So we just made the hard decisions. Like whenever yeah. we had children, I wanted to be home for the first few years. So um, that brought us to a few years back when we adopted um, our Ella Kate about five years ago. And I decided to step out of a job that I loved. And it was mm. a 40 hour work you know, week job um, that I loved. It was a very hard decision because right. the job was great. It did me really well. Um, but it brought me home and that reduced our income by half. Right. Mm. And so along comes this random opportunity um, to step into something I'd never done before, which is direct sales. And I'm not a salesperson. That is not what I do. That's not how I work. Um, but I realized that through relationships and through friendships and through being genuine and authentic, that this could be something I could really be good at. And so I thought, I'll give this a try. My husband kind of laughed. He's like, well, why don't you do it for like six months consistently? And let's see. It was kind of like a joke. And um and it just really took off. So um, here we are almost four years later, and it's just something I've loved doing. And it's been really successful, if I'm being honest. So. No, I, and, I, and I appreciate you being honest because people only want to emulate people who are successful. I mean, we don't want to have people um, who are sharing stories of, you know, I've done terrible and I've went bankrupt three times and that's it. Um, <laughs> right. So, so, we wanna- it, all right. 
Absolutely. <laughs> not so, so it's so fascinating. Like that's the word I always find myself with direct sales because I think that, you know, I've been in business four and a half years too, ironically. And I think there's so many things we're taught in like school and books we read about business that when you really get down to it, it has nothing to do with anything you were taught. And so you were just right. saying about you're, you don't feel like you're a good salesperson. That's what you, you didn't feel like you were. But your results have been that you have been actually a great salesperson. So tell people really quick your data behind your sales and how many people are on your team and, and kind of your organization before we get into talking about that. Yeah, absolutely. So um, about a year ago, which is kind of crazy because that's when the whole world kind of shifted. Um, I yeah. thought, OK, well, here it goes. Like this is the end of it. Like we've had a good run. This is great. And it's been really cool because that was actually a very pivotal moment for my business um, because it's more of a holistic, of course, if you get Young Living, it's more holistic and wellness. So people took their health by storm. And so it shifted in a new direction and it increased even more. So as of a year ago in March, um, my team hit silver. If you're not in Young Living, that means nothing to you. But for the stats of it, it means that we do over $10,000 in sales a month, my team alone. So myself and anyone that is on my team. Um, We have about 280 people on our team. And that has just... It has blown me away that I get to be a part of, because every number that is underneath of me represents a family who's deciding to, in some small or large, um, take care of their families in a, in a natural way. So it's been really cool, um, to watch that kind of snowball in a way that I never expected. Well, so, so one thing when some people hear direct sales, and I'm going to blow this up because I thought this at first before Young Living, because my wife really enjoys Young Living. I think we have 18 diffusers in our 1200 square foot (laughs) house, but no, (laughs) I'm joking, but I think we have four. Um, yeah. Just, you know, what's funny is a lot of people think, oh, my team, and they're like, and people cringe, right? They're like, oh, yeah, right. Insurance agencies work the exact same way. Like if you, if you look at State Farm, there's a guy who owns the agency and he has agents under them on his team and he gets a portion of their sales because he supports them and gives admin help and coaching. And so I kind of yeah. realized that like maybe two years ago, I was like, wait a second, this stuff is not slimy at all. It's just not a brick and mortar business. And so just for anyone right. listening, some of our listeners who are maybe, um, you know, hesitant with, with direct sales, you shouldn't be there's, there are pyramid schemes where you have to like pay to play type thing. Right. Joy. Um, Hey, pay us $500 and we'll send you a packet of stuff so you could start your business. Like, eh, that's not very good. Yeah. Um, but that young living and what you're doing is not that at all. Uh, so I just want to set that precedent. But so what's interesting about sales, going back to what you're saying, you were saying that you don't feel like you're a good sales, but actually you've proven that you're great at sales. And I think that, you know, everyone, when you, when you think about sales, it's like, oh, I'm going to sell you like the car salesman mentality. Right. And what's interesting is people, and you've proven this, and this is why I want to hear your opinion on this is like sales really is just relationships. How do you have that relationship with someone that build that trust and say, look, I, I have something I think will help you take it or leave it. And usually a good salesperson is someone that people trust enough to give it a try. And so how do you feel? I mean, is that what your tactic has been? Like what, when you say you're not good at sales, I'm going to say actually you are. So what has done, what has been successful for you in accomplishing a, you know, that, that sales team you have? Right. Absolutely. So I'm sure that you know that every person 
listening on your podcast today probably knows 10 people who are associated with Young Living or some sort of essential oil or wellness group, right? Yeah. And so the is like you're just saying the relationship. And so I found that when I started organically and authentically sharing and not necessarily trying to sell someone on something, but saying, hey, listen, when my kids were struggling to sleep last week, I just threw on some lavender and a diffuser. I didn't realize that by just saying that people mm. were listening because when someone has a need, they're looking for someone to help meet it. Sure. So in Feel, share, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't realize I was helping them along the way, but they also trusted my voice because I've relationships matter. I mean, they really do. And so because of history that I have with people in other areas of totally district, you know, dis- right. it's unrelated to young living, they thought, right. okay, well, I trust you. So I'm going to trust you in this regard. Um, and so I found that it just became a natural and an authentic thing that where I'm just what we do throughout the day of our life. It may not all be young living stuff that I'm doing, but when I'm talking about things that we're using, people thought, okay, I'm going to trust this because they know, number one, I'm pretty frugal and I'm not going to spend my money on things that don't work. And I don't have time with a family of seven to invest time or money into things that don't really matter. Right. And so found that this is a lane of our life that really does matter for the current and for the long haul health of our family. And so it's become, it's become a conversation that, that has opened up uh, bigger than I ever thought that it would. And so that has resulted in the sales because people are buying the products that actually work. So, well, I think what I think that's phenomenal. Uh, I think also a key component of that is it's like proof in the pudding type thing. So people nowadays, because of social media, they can, fact-checked you very quickly. So for example, you know, you're telling people what what you do for your family, but people also see how great of a mom you are, how great, you, you know, consistent you are in terms of church and stuff. And I, and I'm not trying to flatter you, I promise, but that you're saying this on one post, but then they see you at church doing the exact same thing. And for a long time salespeople were only what you saw in person for that half hour d- during the pitch. You know, like think right. in the 1990s and early 2000s, you go buy a car from a dealership, you didn't know a single thing about that person and you probably didn't run into them, you know, at you didn't really see them outside of that. But now, you know, you know people in in their consistency on what their message is and what their lifestyle is, which is a good thing for people like anyone listening you can be even a greater salesman today than you were 15 years ago because you can make a sale quicker because people are like, you know what? Yeah, their kids are really well behaved or they're really sleeping well. Like uh, I talked to her at church about how good they were sleeping. Oh, and she posted about this. That means the correlation must be the same. Does that does that, does that that make sense? And do you agree with that? Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. So being a product of the product is huge. And I think that's part of what you're saying is sometimes people can sell you on something and they're yeah. not necessarily using or they don't believe in it, or you haven't seen results. So being a product, if you're around me, Hmm. um, you're probably going to smell something and it's going to be an essential oil for something going on in my life. And so we do, we consistently use these products ourselves in our home. And I tell my team, which that does sometimes sound very cliche, but I tell my team, um, if you're not using something, don't be talking about it. Or if you don't like something, doesn't work, don't talk about it. There are certain products with Young Living that necessarily don't work for me. Let, uh, give an example, the shampoo, don't like it. Guess what? You're never going to hear me talking about my love for shampoo with right. Young Living because I like it and it doesn't work for me. And so that is where the authenticity comes in and being genuine about things. I'm not going to sell you on something just to make a sale. And and I and so hopefully our listeners can translate that to their business, you know, um, with, you know, HVAC, like I get this one all the time, HVAC people. 
or roofers. Roofers are apparently the worst where they'll knock on your door and they'll be like, oh, you look, you have hail damage or you have roof damage and they really didn't need a new roof. Like that stuff, people are not naive anymore. They can Google a picture and be like, oh, my roof doesn't look like that. <laughs> and so what you're saying about authenticity in, in, in sales is so key because I know for me, I, I, I am so much more prone to want to give something a try if I feel like the person saying it, I, I can trust what they're saying. Not like, not, not an expert. I don't care if you're an expert anymore, but you really actually believe this. Hey guys, this episode of the down to business podcast is brought to you by Ballard products. We want to thank Ballard products for being such a great sponsor of the down to business podcast. And if you guys haven't checked them out, go to ballard-inc.com, use the promo code trifecta 10. And it's a perfect time. It's springtime. They have products for our professional landscapers, but also for residential homeowners. So aeration, mower blades, anything you can think of, Ballard products has it. Make sure you use again, trifecta 10 promo code to save 10% off today. Thanks Ballard. So Joy, talk a little bit about like the flexibility with an at-home business or direct sales business because we do have a, a good many women who listen to the show. It's not just a woman thing, but we're talking about Young Lemming, which is predominantly women. I've always thought about like being the oily guy. I'm like, man, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make an Instagram, and I bet you I could crush it if I become like the oily dad or something, which is like an. You got- Yeah, I mean, I use them. I use them. I definitely, I love the diffuser, man. I love sleeping with the diffuser. Um, but I, I've always been like, man, if there's a guy that does Young Living, I bet they crush it. But um, just talk about what that's like, you know, with the flexibility at home. And, you know, how do you, first off, you have five kids. How do you even find time to work? Like, talk about how you function yeah. and, and are successful. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I tell people, and you'll hear it probably in other realms, is we just build our business in five-minute increments. And that can seem stressful to some people if they like chunks of time. So you've got to figure out you know, how you work best. But I have just decided to put it in pockets of my time. Now, that being said, there are seasons of hustle. Yeah. And so if there's I am going for, and there's a goal or there is a financial, like if there is something I am trying to reach, you can see me yeah. hustling. And it yeah. will be crazy our house, but you cannot live in a season of hustle. Um, no. You will burn out and your family will be worse for it. You will be worse for it. Your business will be worse for right. it. So with those pocketed seasons of hustle, I literally have built this business in five minute increments of time. That's when so I have cool. time, I'm our line and I'm able to post something or I'm able to look over and see my diffuser in my van as I'm picking up my 13 year old from school. You talk about that. That's yeah. real life. There's another mom right in front of you, you know, in the car line. And so people can relate to those sorts of things. So you just find it where it fits into your schedule and your life. But I will tell you, it is work. I mean, you cannot expect to make money and make a paycheck and build a business without doing some work. So it takes some It takes knowing what you're talking about. You don't have to be a professional. I don't have a young living degree behind my name, but I do know about because I've done my my research, but I've also used the products to be able to show the proof. Um, So it's really just fit into my schedule. Now, sometimes that does mean when my kids go to sleep, I may have to stay up for, you know, it may mean that I wake up a little bit earlier in the mornings that time um, that day. So you just kind of fit it in where you can get it in. um, And then you have to figure out those seasons of hustle. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, when those seasons happen, it's normally about 30 to 60 days where I just, I know I'm going for something. So I just sit and I'm like, hey, listen, it's about to get crazy up in here. Right. And we're, <laughs> we're about to tag team. And so as long as you're on the same page, if you've got sure. a spouse or 
whatever the deal is. Um, you know, if you guys know that you have a goal in mind and you can work that together, it's going to benefit everyone. It's mm, good. Yeah. I always tell people that who are starting a new business, like for the first year, you can expect to work, you know, 20 hours more than you used to. And then once you kind of get that rhythm, you know, you find four to six hours a week that you, you know, over your normal job. But, but what you're talking about, I mean, it's just so much flexibility. And that's like one of the two reasons I, I want people who are, are, some of our listeners don't have time to start a, a Monday through Friday business. But what you're right. talking about sounds like you can do it depending on how hard you want to go, five hours to 15 hours a week. Or, I mean, is, is that sound about right? Absolutely. Your paycheck depends on your put out. So it depends on how much work that you put into it. And yeah. so abs- you can work four to six hours a week and that will, your, your paycheck will determine that. And, and honestly, the truth is you're absolutely right. So that first year of anything that you're starting up, it doesn't matter what it is. There's going to be a lot of upfront investment yeah. and then and living in, in any direct sales is called residual income. So I didn't, I didn't start out with 280 people on my team. I'm three and yeah. a half years into this, right. but now what happened? don't have to work as hard as I did that first year. So, right. you know, my second, my third year reduced. And now I'm looking at, man, this is kind of like runs itself. Of course, I got to put in work. Of course, I've got to be with my people. I have an event this Saturday with my team. You know, we're just going to get our hands on some oils and smell some things. Mm-hmm. But I didn't work near as much as I did that first year, that second right. year, that third year. And you're still getting that paycheck because you put your time in and your investment in. Right. It's so really cool. <laughs> and the other side of that is, and this is one of the cool things to talk about is then you don't start like your, your role changes. So now you're coaching the coaches and you know, you're not like putting in the sales work like as much, I'm sure I'm guessing. And that's just a whole nother conversation where your, your focus changes to coaching the coaches instead of coaching the players. So that's a fun time. So, so Joy, talk a little bit about like this. So you, you have two responsibilities you have, well, you have a lot of responsibilities, but the two I'm thinking of is you're running a business three and then your your family and your kids but then you are a pastor's wife and your your pat your husband is has a whole to prominent role at a large church and for people who don't know i would say what we have 1500 people on a sunday right now it looks like at our church and um you know your husband is is speaking at least once a month on sermons which takes hours and hours like there's just there's just a lot of things that you're doing and then you hold a Sunday role yourself so I wanted to ask you this random question is how do you like recharge and refocus because I think this is a question I have not asked any guest in our show I don't think um but you I always feel like you seem to kind of be like you're running a lot of directions but you seem to have a, a good pace at the same time so what is it besides the obvious of like prayer and scripture is there something right. that our listeners can take from that they're not doing who are feeling like their gas tanks on empty that you've kind of found that has worked for you? Right. And, and it's so hard because everybody's capacity is different, right? So sure. we make capacity to handle one role or two roles or three. And so um, we have to figure that out for each individual. And so I've just been built in with a capacity that can handle so much. Now I will tell you when I get to that, that top of that capacity yeah. jar, Everybody in my house knows it. <laughs> yeah. So, I call it, I call it, it my love tank. My my love yeah. tank runs empty. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so I think it is really uh, wise to know what your capacity is and to not set yourself up for failure by number one, doing it on a consistent, um, you know, you don't want to take on running the preschool if you know you're not gonna be able to handle that. So, you know, you got to do that in small, small amounts, but to recharge on a daily basis. Um, my husband is so amazing. So every day, um, my, my getaway time is when he comes home, we do dinner and it is so terrible, but while they're sitting down to do dinner, I'm normally out. So I get the dinner made, everyone's sitting and eating dinner. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's like a, probably a very sweet time for a lot of people. That is my time where everyone's cool. Like everyone's eating. So everyone's great. Dad can catch yeah. up on the day. And I'm like, and he knows I'm normally like, all right, I'm out. So I, I step away wherever that's at to my office or to go shower or to whatever it is. But for about 45 minutes to an hour, I'm gone. And he gives me that grace to do that. But I think without that, I would probably go crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But other don't have a consistent, I do have things on my calendar. So like in July, we have a, we have a trip planned. So yeah. what I do is my hope is like, oh, in July, I know I've got a week that I'm getting away. So I just mm-hmm. always have things that I'm forward to and it doesn't have to be some big crazy trip or whatever but it right. could be man i have a I have a coffee date with a friend next thursday for an yeah. hour so right. it's setting up for those pockets of time um and and doing them don't just plan them but do them um it makes a really big difference because you do have to unplug and you do have to unwind and you have to step away from business and children and husband and ministry and all of yeah. that right. um, very vital yeah, I I, uh, I was talking to someone a couple months ago. I can't remember who it was, and we kind of we were talking about this subject because you know we have twenty one employees, and I've got uh, soon to be two kids, and you know we all have everything. But he said an interesting phrase where he said, "I try to go one to two hours a week, two to three days a month, and one week a year." Yeah. So he was saying that you know he tries to have one break a week, and then he has like you know, a couple days a month, maybe they do like an overnight something. Um, and then yeah. a, a week, at least a week a year where he's just, so I, I thought that was a really cool phrase. I thought that was a really good. That's, um, that's great. Bridge and everything in general. That's great. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm taking that. <laughs> yeah. That, that, I, cause, cause that's something that like my gas tank, man, when I, I have a high capacity gas tank, like I can, I can, uh, but when I run out, when I'm on empty, like it doesn't sputter, it just collapses. And so, uh, you know, for any of our listeners here who are struggling with that, and I really challenge you to just turn the phone off, put it on, do not disturb and go somewhere for three hours and just kind of decompress because we only can take so much. I mean, it's yeah. just just the human nature, but so Joy, kind of tell just like to wrap up here. I, I again, this has been phenomenal. Um, what do you what do you think? Like, do you have any kind of advice you would give someone who's on the fence about man? You know, like there's so many stay at home, not just stay at home moms, but I'm thinking of the stay at home mom who used to work a job and now you know childcare is crazy expensive. So they're sitting there and they're like, man, I would love to make. Four to a thousand dollars, four hundred to a thousand dollars a month, you know, for whatever. Like, what do you tell that person who doesn't believe they can do that? Yeah, absolutely. So, the really cool thing about Young Living specifically, there's lots of them out there. And number one, you have to believe in what you're doing. So, don't start selling Young Living if you don't, because no one's going to believe you and no one's going to buy it. So that's where a lot of people fail. They're like, well, you did it. So I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to start sharing what you shared. And I'm like, but that's not your voice. That's my voice. Right. So 
whether it's Young Living, which I would love to have anybody, but if that's not your jam, find something that is, you know, mm. so find something that relates to your life. And then I say, go for it. Just we can do hard. It. Just go for it. Find someone who has done it. So if it is in my realm, come, come to me and say, listen, I do have a goal. I have a goal of a car payment of $200 a month. How can I get there? Mm. Or I have, Hey, I take over the mortgage. So my husband is not so stressed out. I need a thousand dollars a month. How can I get there? And what we do is we're going to sit down and strategize and we're going to find a way for you to make that money. Now, I can't guarantee that for you because this right. is on you, right. but I can give you and I can help equip you with how to get there and show you what I did. But also go, listen, let's find your voice. Let's find how you can do this and make this work for your family. And so you just got to find that. Find somebody who is yeah. willing to sit down with and do the work with you. But it can totally it can totally happen. I love the idea of that. I would love to pay the mortgage payment with my man. That is such a cool idea. I mean, think about that. You're talking about a hundred thousand dollars over ten years, and like, <clears throat> I think that's one of the biggest things that I see in business owners is they don't realize how much money they're saving or making because the little purchases all add up. You know, they're like, oh, whatever, fifty bucks, but you do that ten times a week, it's two thousand dollars a month. You know. So that is, that's a really cool goal. And I hope somebody listening uh, is going to, you know, really, that's a spark that sets their fire type thing. So again, Joy, I just want to thank you for being on the show today. I know you have uh, babies waking up here in a little bit. Um, But again, where can people find you on social media? That's our last question. We always say, where can people connect with you via social media or email if you want them to? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram a lot more than I am on Facebook. Facebook's more for fam, right? So we keep up with my grandma. (laughs) <laughs> but on Instagram, I am at one joy, O-N-E-J-O-Y, and happy to connect anytime. I'm, I can share my info with you as well, Alex, if you want to pass it on. But sure. thanks for having me today. Oh, you're, I appreciate you're, it. You're welcome. Well, guys, this is the Down to Business Podcast, where your business is our business. And we hope you have a great rest of your week. And leave us a five-star review whenever you can. 